Barbecue Ginger. Shark again! Let's go! We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Barbecue Central Show. This is the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. Originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. The barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you here. Come on. If you want to jump in on the show tonight via the phone or... Not a fan of the phone call. If you're a fan of the written word, that being email, here are your two bits of contact information should you see fit to join in tonight. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central Show. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening in case you didn't get the newsletter. It is the second Tuesday of a brand new month. And that, of course, means a visit from the guy who created and currently runs, along with some help from other folks on staff, the most heavily trafficked barbecue and grilling website currently available on Earth. That, of course, Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. We have a number of things to talk about this evening, not the least of which is the impending Father's Day holiday. Some wives' tales or misconceptions or stereotypes that I will throw at Meathead as it relates to Father's Day. Actually, just one. Father's Day and then comparatively Mother's Day. We'll talk about that here in a couple minutes. We will also talk about gifts for dad if you haven't thought about anything, if you haven't gotten anything yet. Five years ago, 10 years ago, more or less on Tuesday, you're not going to go shopping Tuesday night. 10 years ago, Wednesday, middle of the week, you got to buy something, you got to ship it. Is it going to go express? All of that is pretty much wiped out. And I mean, you can literally wait until last minute. Still order something really good from Amazon or something online. It will ship there in time. No problem. So we are not last minute giving you ideas for Father's Day gifts if you haven't yet. You have an ample amount of time to accumulate these items as we talk about them during Meathead segment. Then send them to your father or brother or whoever you buy for for Father's Day. Maybe you don't buy for Father's Day. Fine. Just take in our advice and... Think about how you would like to treat yourself to something like we talk about this evening or later on in the barbecue season. Who knows? The season, I mean all year round. I'm just throwing out season for colorful conversation. So Meathead coming up in about 11 minutes from now. Then we will move to the second hour. And joining me, 14 past the second hour, a barbecue hall of famer, a guy who is currently in partnership with one of the more popular restaurants in Tampa, 
but probably the most popular barbecue restaurant in the Tampa St. Pete area. That, of course, is great friend of the show, Ray Dr. Barbecue Lampy. And we will be talking to him about a bunch of things, really. We'll get a status update because it's been a little while as far as the restaurant and if his interest is waning in the restaurant at all or if he is still with Vim and Vigor and pushing it out there and is the restaurant growing. Could we be talking about multiple locations or maybe even a franchise opportunity for Dr. Barbecue's restaurant? We'll see in about an hour from now. A handful of other items to talk about with Ray not the least of which would be the 2019 class of the Barbecue Hall of Fame. And then helping me close it out this evening is somebody who has been on the show once before. You knew him as the marketing director for B&B Charcoal, but if you follow social media and especially the charcoal world of this subculture that we are so passionate about, a fellow by the name of Joey Machado has just moved out of B&B and into a marketing directorship of Fogo Charcoal, which happens to be a a sponsor of this show right here. And we will talk to Joey about what happened or what didn't happen at B&B and why the leave and then how the relationship with Fogo came. And uh, more importantly than all of that, what he is going to be charged to do as he is now the marketing director of Fogo Charcoal. So there you have it. We have Meathead coming up shortly, Dr. Barbecue and Joey Machado in the second hour. Your phone calls and emails mixed in as they pop through, 216-220-0966, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. All right, if you are not following me socially, please do that on Instagram and Twitter, at bbqcentralshow, and you can also be my friend on Facebook, if you don't mind, slash bbqcentralshow. You can also watch the live video feed on the Facebook page, also right here on YouTube Live, which is where a lot of people are starting to make that move over so they can interact with the chat. I do monitor chat on YouTube as well. And you can also get it on Periscope. I have no idea how that works. I just know that a feed goes there and people perhaps watch on Periscope. Again, I really have no idea. I think a tweet goes out, you click a link, and you can watch a show through Twitter. So, However you want to consume it, that's fine. If you can't get it live, subscribe to the podcast. Go to the website for that. Hit the subscribe button. You can see all the ways you can do that. But on any type of podcast platform, I am available to subscribe to. Special thank you going out to the one and only Matt Pittman from Meat Church for letting my Oklahoma embedded correspondent, David Huff, cover his most recent barbecue class, which actually took place this past weekend. He was teaching alongside of first Tuesday of the month recurring guest Malcolm Reed from Killer Hogs Barbecue, also How to Barbecue Right YouTube channel. They were both very accommodating. I have some sound that I'll actually play top of the second hour, but I do want to thank both Matt because it was at Matt's house. Matt has the meat church in his backyard. He's converted that backyard into quite a palatial live fire estate big enough to hold a class. I think David said there was roughly 40 people, or maybe there was a few more than 40 people. That's a lot of people to have in your house, depending on what size house and yard you have. There's no way you could fit 40 people in my backyard in any type of a teaching facility. We could probably cram 40 people back there if we had to, but it probably wouldn't be that great or comfortable or appreciated. However, my appreciation 
is going out to Matt Pittman and Malcolm Reed, who was also the guest teacher in that particular class this past weekend. They did it Saturday and Sunday. David was there on Saturday. So we have some interviews with both Malcolm and Matt, and then we have a couple interviews with uh, two of the guests, actually. So looking forward to that. That's all queued up and will happen top of the second hour. If you were listening to the show last week, you heard none other than, and I got to, do I have this right? Let me make sure I got the right screen here. Uh, Okay. Yeah, so let me go back to me. In the top of the second hour, I had Lee and Michael Quisenberry from Jim Quisenberry Barbecue. Jim was one of the uh, nine semifinalists of ultimately three that made it into the barbecue class or the Barbecue Hall of Fame class of 2019. That ended up being John Bishop, C.B. Stubblefield, and Wayne Monk. But Jim was on the semifinal list of nine. And I didn't really know too much about Jim, and I found out he had a website. I reached out through the website, ended up talking with Lee, and Lee also looped in Michael. And during our conversation, Michael had said, hey, I was down at Memphis in May, and I was a big fan of Mo Kaysan, and I asked him to sign my chest. I think what he wanted to say was, boob, Uh but he he, he said he pulled his shirt up, and... Mo Kaysan was a little taken aback by his aggressive nature on getting that John Hancock on his chest, and he said he had video. And he did not lie. He does have video. I have that video. And here's what it looked like. Now, what I have to impress upon you immediately is when you see, when you see Michael toss his shirt up and expose his musculature, you have to make sure you watch Mo Kaysan's eyes because they are big like UFOs. He immediately like turns to the right like, what the F? But most importantly, listen to the guy laughing because you know that is going to be my laughing sound drop starting next week's show. Here you go. Look at that. Look at those eyes. He's like, oh, I'm out. Uh, you heard it right there. Mo Kaysan saying, I've never, I'm never signing a man's boobs. He said boobs. Mo Kaysan said boobs. He said it. I heard it. Got it on tape. Did you hear that guy's laugh? <laughs> that laugh will be on the sound cart deck starting next week. That was the best laugh. <laughs> awesome. Meathead coming up out of the break. I will talk to you quickly about the barbecue guru, always believing that outdoor cooking should be easy and fun because it can be, especially with any of the barbecue guru products. That's right, from grills to automatic temperature control devices to accoutrements that will make your barbecue life easier, like the ever-popular rib ring. Do you cook on a ceramic cooker? Do you hate the fact that even on the extra-large versions... 
You can only fit three and maybe four racks unless you go into rib rack area and you stand them up. You don't like it. Whatever. The rib ring can fit up to six St. Louis cut spare ribs. Or you can forego the sixth rack and stick a whole chicken on there like upright. Easily doubling the cooking capacity for your ribs of any cooker on the ceramic side. And it can work with other cookers as well. Just go ahead and order it up. Very inexpensive. And doubling, hello, doubling your rib cooking capacity without adding extra levels or anything like that. You can also take a look at their Monolith Guru Edition Grill that has a built-in power draft fan already in it. So if you have a controller, stick your controller on there. The fan works and away you go. Or you can upgrade your controller if you want. You head on over to bbqguru.com. That's bbqguru.com or call them with any questions. 800 288 Guru, that's 800-288-GURU. The Barbecue Guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. We are back with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Show Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. This portion of the show being brought to you by Butcher Barbecue, makers of award-winning injections, marinades, rubs, seasonings, barbecue sauces, grilling oils. All of Butcher Barbecue products have been tested on the competition circuit as well as backyards worldwide. Be the pitmaster of your neighborhood and visit ButcherBBQ.com. Always, always trust your butcher. The second Tuesday of the month brings a visit from my personal friend. And yet, as you look through the barbecue landscape online, the creator of the most heavily trafficked barbecue and grilling website ever, it is Meathead. Hey, Meathead. Hey, Craig, how's up? Barbecue rock star from the Rockstar City and hello, Centralites. We are doing absolutely fabulous. Always looking forward to the second Tuesday of the month, Meathead. And we have Quite a bit of items to get through here during our two segments, so if you don't mind, we'll press right in. At your service. Last time, Meathead, you were on, I gave you quite a little surprise yeah. as I yeah. revealed to you that you had made it on what I call the short list of nine Barbecue Hall of Fame semi-finalists, three of those eventually making up the class of 2019. Alas... It was not meant for you this time around. Not meant for me either, but I wasn't even on the short list of nine. Do you have any pangs of bitterness, or do you feel that it's something that will eventually happen? You know, um, I think we discussed it last time. I would be honored, and I would love it if it happened. Um, I'm a little uh, selfish in that uh, I know it would really be good for my business. And um, my business uh, is my life. Um, uh it would certainly help in fending off the trolls on Facebook and Twitter 
and YouTube when they want to argue with me about beer can chicken or something. <laughs> if I can say, well, when you're in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. <laughs> but uh, no, no. And in fact, I think they made three really good choices. Um, one of the criticisms of the Hall of Fame has been um, barbecue so white. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, they, uh, I don't think there was an attempt to balance that out or fix that, but they did. I mean, two of the three um, uh, uh, selections happened to be black and well-deserved. And uh, I think that all three of them are really, you know, Hall of Famers in their own right. Uh, uh, I'm delighted that I was nominated. I don't understand why it's called semifinalists. It should be finalists. I mean, if you're in the selection field and then the next is the, but that's all right. Um, uh, and the, the, the other semifinalists, I mean, um, there were some really good people among them, too. Yes, so I, I'm told that, I, well, that I listened to your show. I learned from your show. Man, you got sources. How yes. did you get so well connected? The inside poop way ahead of everybody else. Of course. Then you had the then you had the official announcement show before I mean they were they announced it on your show. Right. I mean it was like your Radio City Music Hall. Um uh you know, I it was it was pretty cool that uh, that you had this information and you you you, you quite surprised me. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, we try and keep our finger on the pulse, as I like to say. So, uh, and it helps to have a few key insiders that are. It's not that it's a, a leak to me per se, but there is a belief, uh, and I truly believe this, that they have the best interest of the Hall of Fame in mind, uh -huh. and uh -huh. this enables more uh, grassroots and a, mm -hmm. a building of momentum and interest. And if they ever feel like it might be waning, you know, they want to do these kind of things to make sure that it stays well, they, in the forefront of the mind. They used you to tell the story, sure. too. I mean, right. I learned from you that apparently I'm going to be got, grandfathered in next year and the year after. So apparently when you're nominated – you are automatically renominated for two years. Right. There is a three year uh, so holding. So that's something tank. I did not know, and that's I'm right. delighted. And so maybe there's a chance next year or the year after. That's right. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but that's tightening up and tying up the 2019 Barbecue Hall of Fame. Because, by the way, I did get one right, and that was CB Stubblefield. Uh, my mm -hmm, other two were mm -hmm. not nearly as correct as I thought they might have been, but that's all right. Um, you did say it would be good for the business if you were that help with the trolls and stuff. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, other than that, no big deal for you, though, right? No, I mean, I know who I am. Uh, I know what I've accomplished. I'm really proud of what we've done. Every single day we get emails from people saying, you've made my life better. I mean, that is so gratifying um, that you taught me how to cook. My wife respects me more. The kids ask, can dad cook dinner tonight? Um, I got laid last night because of your recipes. Oh, yes. You know, I mean. Um, can I have that recipe? <laughs> um, we have a, a, a page on the website of testimonials, some of which are very funny, some of which are very touching. Uh, um, a, a, a young man who uh, uh, learned to barbecue alongside his dad and uh, their last meal together was a barbecue meal with one of our recipes. Mm. Um, uh, 
another elderly person who now is asked to cook barbecue for the retirement home he lives in <laughs> on a regular basis. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's just very cool. Barbecue brings people together. And, you know, um, guys guys don't learn to cook when they're young. Um, women often hang around the kitchen with mom and they learn to cook. Um, guys, we hang around the grill with dad and often we get mythology. Uh, one of the things we've done on AmazingRibs.com is bust a lot of myths that we learn from dad. And so having a place where guys, uh, and, and I say guys because it's it's still 80% guys. I don't know how we got control of the grill and the remote control, but uh, uh, it's <laughs> that's the way it is. Meathead from AmazingRibs.com joining me here on the show as he does the second Tuesday each and every month. So we have Father's Day coming up on Sunday, and as I had mentioned in the open, Meathead, you know, if this was five and ten years ago, we would be doing the have you forgotten dad or this is last minute stuff, but really we're not in a environment anymore. I mean, it can all be last minute and it still looks like you spend a lot of time yeah. getting it out there because it can be delivered very quick. I heard quickly. your intro. Yep. So let's talk about Father's Day form. gifts. Look at this thing. Is this a grill this brush? Is, this is the Grilltastic by Sienna. Oh my God. Um, it's got a it power cord. It is the absolute best. Um, grill grate cleaner I've ever seen or had or touched ever. Um, it's amazing. It's got a water tank. See that? And you got a little window here. You can see how much water is in there. And yes. it's got a push button. And yes. it's a steamer. There's a nozzle down here by the brushes. Okay. And it puts out some serious steam. And um, I have I have cleaned uh, some grill grates that were really gunked up with this thing pretty darn easily. It does a really good job of getting you down to stainless steel or whatever, and the brush uh, comes off, and it's I can't get it off right now, but it, it's replaceable, hmm. and um, it just really does steam. Well, duh. Um, it just does a great job. No chemicals involved. Um, I forget. I think it's 129 bucks. It's on Amazon. Um, I have a complete review on AmazingRibs.com, so go to there, look up Grilltastic, read what I wrote about it there, and then click our link hmm. uh, so we get the uh, the referral money. Um, if you don't want to spend this much, this is my new favorite toy. It's a, um, a pair of tongs. Very wide. Great for burgers. Hmm. Um, I pack my burgers very loose, and they often – fall apart when I flip and you've just got to be gentle when, but you know, when you've got a regular spatula, you flip, they can, they can bust open and this real, or mm. for small fillets of fish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and this is like 10 bucks, um, stainless steel. It's not chrome plated. It's stainless. Um, really like this little baby. I was, I was looking for a fish tong. Um, there was one by a company named Sanson and the tongs were much wider. I mean, like, eight or ten inches wide wow. and they stopped making them and i have one and i love it i just used it the other night i got some copper river salmon the other day and um what is that oh copper river is um alaskan salmon wild caught line caught and um uh, the salmon aficionados say it is the best salmon in the world is, is, um, that's different from sockeye that's, that's different from sockeye 
I no, I it, it's 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 just it's it's Appalachian. It's from the <laughs> Copper River. Um, oh, I don't oh, know oh, what okay. species of salmon it is, frankly. Got it. Um, it may be sockeye. Cause is that I think like the real? It, uh, is that the real darker colored salmon? It's a very fish? dark. Yeah, dark, red or whatever. Uh, ruddy pink. Um, yeah. Um, really nice piece of meat. Um, and uh, uh, so I, 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 I wanted the big flipper for that. But this is really good for burgers and small <laughs> fillets. And um, I got this baby here. And I bought one of these, and I'm going to start a, wow. a lending program. You for have like uh, you you really brought the hardware in for the oh, reviews tonight. Just a few way. odds and ends. Is that a well, workhorse I, I sharpener? Gifts. This is amazing. Is that a workhorse? Yeah, this is <laughs> this is a knife sharpener. Yeah. This is the Ken Onion um, knife sharpener, yeah. and I, again, I forget the price. Uh, again, on oh, it, yeah, work we've sharp, got a complete right. review on it. It's a belt. It's got a belt here. And it's got numerous adjustments, but it's really easy to use. And um, uh, it's a it's a serious knife sharpener for both kitchen knives. You can use scissors on it. I haven't tried it on my lawnmower blade yet, but I bet it would do that. You won't believe this, but uh, let's see. It was last weekend, so a week ago, not this just this past weekend, but a week before that. Uh, Bobby had her senior graduation party from high school, and one of my attendees gifted me that same knife sharpener for free, if you can believe it or not. Wow, and they, they must like you, I Pal, guess. This is not a trivial item. Uh, and it's easy uh, to I, use. I like it's, I, you know, in the $150 range, something like that. I looked at it, and I became very uh, intimidated by it because I'm yeah. not very handy. Yeah, it sat around here for about a month before I got around to using it. Once I got around to it, and it does not come in this clamshell, by the way. Right. I just bought this clamshell because... Uh, we, I, I'm going to start uh, loaning it to members of the Pitmaster Club because not everybody wants to buy a fancy knife sharpener. We'll just loan it out to members. That we'll start a lend-lease program. Uh-huh. Um, I got one more item here. I did not run around and get a whole bunch of stuff, but we can talk about others. And I've been reading this. Um, this is Jim. Oh, oh Mucky. Give, give me Jim for pronouncing your name badly. Ashmute, Jim Ashmute. Alk Moody. Alk Moody, you know him. Yes, you know who he is, right? Well, he's a journalist from Atlanta, and he was essential in putting together this exhibit that is in Atlanta now about barbecue. But do you know what else he is? No. He's one of the six members, nominating committee members of the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Oh, really? Yeah, so you probably don't, you you don't like him. I mean, you like him a little bit. I yeah oh I like him a lot now right right <laughs> see Jim he bought your book but it's it's a history of barbecue hmm. and um Smoke I'm a big uh, fan of barbecue history and I've written extensively about it and he's credited us here for um uh, as a re- research reference oh. but it's just a, he's a good storyteller and he's a good writer he's a professional journalist and he starts at the beginning. And he goes through and he covers a lot of stuff with some good photography. So what's his beginning of barbecue? Is it like in the Caribbean or does he start in America, like in Virginia? Um, I think he starts with George Washington. Okay. I mean, why not? Why not? He's the father of our country. I just wonder where uh, people decide to start the beginning at. Do they take it back well, to its back. origins? I mean, he's a storyteller. Or, so, yeah. you know, time, it, it, it's not chronological. 
Yeah, he starts with George Washington in the introduction, Got it. Um, talking about how Washington had a um, an ox roast um, the day they laid the foundation for the Capitol building, mm -hmm. and um, and then uh, um, the chapters. Let's see, I read you the chapter titles, but it's just a good read. I mean, it's I do a lot of reading. I read I read I read a lot of fiction, um, and I know and I'm a, I was trained as a writer. I'm a decent writer. I'm not a great writer. I'm not Hemingway. But I read everything Hemingway ever wrote last year, so I keep, you know, I, I and this guy's a good writer. Hmm. I mean, he's up there. All right. Um, okay, well, he, uh, the titles are a bit uh, uh, esoteric. The Smoke of Distant Shore, The Cradle, Big Feeds, South by Southwest. But uh, it, it's very well organized, and it's a good read. It's a lot of fun. And um, he has participated and been a mover and shaker behind an ex exhibition in atlanta on the uh, story of barbecue and i hear it's really i mean it's a professional exposition at a professional museum and i hear it's really good and it shuts down in september so i've got to find a way to get to atlanta by september to see this exposition we well, got to go together that's right hurry on up let's pick a date and let's book it up so uh, those are your gift recommendations there was a workshop knife uh, some of them right the the big industrial steamer for your Grill Greats and uh, the, the book Smoke Lore, just to name a few. Yeah. Let's talk about, quickly, Dinner for Dad, because I'm going to make a bold statement here, Meathead. I know you're probably pretty surprised about that, but, you know, we are courageous on the show, as Daniel Vaughn likes to say, and for Mother's Day, I think there's a pretty solid expectation that you either take mom out to eat or the man uh -huh. and the rest of the family make mom dinner. However, mm -hmm. for Father's Day, I believe the exact opposite is expected. No one talks about taking dad out for dinner or do the cooking for dad. The gift is to let dad cook what he wants. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, there's some truth to that, I think. Uh, um, I, I don't know. We, we, we ought to do a poll on that. What do you do for dad uh, for dinner? Um I know Mother's Day, forget it if you want a reservation in a good restaurant. Sure. Um, I don't know if that's the same case with uh, barbecue, uh, with uh, Father's Day. Well, I think th I think it's expected that the dad will, the, the gift is dad can go out and start a fire and cook what he wants. And I think dad probably likes that. I think, I mean, you know, dads like to cook. Uh, dads like to barbecue. Uh, hopefully they know how. Hopefully we're helping them. So let's talk about steak. And let's go ahead and talk about lobster. What should we do for dad and beef? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, um, you and I have talked about steak before, and I don't want to bore people who've been bored by me uh, before, but I think the, the secret to steak is the thickness. How thick is the steak? Um, if it's a thin steak, if it's a flank steak, or if it's a, a nice ribeye, but it's an inch or three quarters, you're going to have to cook it hot and fast. Mm -hmm. um, you want to take it right from the fridge with a cold center um, and cook it hot and fast. I mean, the whole the the, the ideal steak, the um, uh, the Aristotelian uh, quintessential um, uh, dream steak, is got a dark brown crust on the outside, a little salty, um, and uh, even edge to edge, a medium rare. Um, and we've talked about medium rare is the temperature, 130, 135, at which steak is most tender and most juicy. Um, you go undercooking that and you get into the rare and blue zone 
and um, it can be a little stringy. The water tends to be bound up in the muscle fibers, and it's not quite as juicy. Um, you go over that 135, it starts moving from pink to tan to brown to gray, and it dries up. The water evaporates. It's trapped inside the muscle fibers. It shrinks, and it gets very tough. Um, so in that 130, 135 range. So that's your ideal steak. Dark crust, uh, 130, 135, and the center even. And uh, many steaks are a kind of a rainbow. Dark brown, then a layer of light brown, then a layer of tan, then a layer of pink. Then finally, about half the volume of the steak is perfect medium rare. And that's because you're cooking it too hot. Mm -hmm. Heat moves slowly through water, and steak is 70% water. So if you put steak over a hot fire, you're going to get a good dark brown crust, but the heat's going to take its sweet time getting into the center. And as it moves towards the center, it's going to keep cooking as it goes. So you're going to get the overcooked edges and the layers below the edges, um, and uh, you get this rainbow effect. You'll still have a delicious steak. You'll have a great crust, but you won't get optimum um, tenderness. Mm. So um, uh, if you've got a, a skinny steak, you've just got to cook hot and fast because uh, you don't have time um, to screw around with it. But if you've got a thick steak, an inch to an inch and a half, I'm a huge believer in reverse sear. And I use reverse sear not just for steaks, but for chicken. It, it prevents burning the skin. I even do baked potatoes with reverse sear. You get crispy, crunchy skin on your taters. Um, reverse sear is a technique that can be applied to just about anything that's an o that's over an inch thick. Um, and so you start it on the indirect zone, no flame underneath it, only convection airflow at around 225, and it takes time. It gently warms not quickly warms, and you get even temperature, even color, bumper to bumper, and then you move it to the hot side when it's almost done, not quite, and you sear the snot out of it now, and you do that with the lid open, and you flip, 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 because you don't want energy building up. Mm -hmm. If you leave, and everybody says you put it down and you leave it down. When that happens, especially over direct radiant heat, you're cooking over infrared radiation. It's energy. It's like energy from the sun, and it builds up in the outer layers of the meat like um, a battery or a, a, a capacitor, and it stores that energy, and it starts moving inward. And if you flip it, a lot of that energy will bleed off into the atmosphere, especially if you leave the lid open. So um, when you sear the steak at the end, not the beginning, um, you flip, 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 and bleed off the energy in the atmosphere with the lid open. And I think that's my favorite way to do a thick steak. All right. So we can talk about lobster after we do a quick break. Agreed? Mm. Yes. All right. Good. Stand by, Meathead. We'll talk about lobster when I get back. Uh, we are talking with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. Of course, second Tuesday of the month guest. I'll talk to you quickly about Southside Market Barbecue. Attention anyone who loves sausage and barbecue, that's most of us. Established in 1882, Southside is the oldest barbecue joint in Texas. They've been owned and operated by the same family for three generations, famous for the original beef sausage, of course. That is the coarse ground and natural pork casing. They also have authentic Central Texas barbecue to purchase as well. All meats, including the prime briskets, 
Slow smoked over real Texas post oak wood for many, many hours. They ship nationwide via the online store, southsidemarket.com. They ship fresh and smoked sausages nationwide. Shipping customers can choose to order now and ship later. Includes a custom gift note. Mail to multiple addresses without additional charges. How about that? All shipped items are vacuum sealed to ensure freshness and ease of preparation for the customer. Shipped with dry ice to ensure complete freshness upon arrival. All shipped items are, yeah, I already said that. All meats are processed in the on-site USDA inspected facility. On-site meat markets for fresh and smoked products. Custom orders are welcome. Two restaurants if you want to try them. Elgin in Texas since 1882. Bastrop, Texas since 2014. Grocery distribution through Texas and many surrounding states as well. If you go to southsidemarket.com and you place an order, whether it be small or large, make sure you use code BBQ Central. One word, all lowercase, BBQ Central. For 10% off the entire online order. And that's not just for the first order. It's for all recurring orders that are done online at southsidemarket.com. Once again, that's 10% off when you use code BBQ Central for your online orders at southsidemarket.com. We are back with more Meathead right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. And this portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets. For all the pellet-driven cookers out there on the market today, visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com as well to purchase if you are so inclined, download their free app online. Get alert to special shipping deals when they come up. We are talking with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com via the Fogo Charcoal Hotline. All right, Meathead. So I am a huge, I mean, I think we've also talked about it on this show before. You're a huge seafood guy, and uh, I would assume that would be a shellfish guy as well to some degree. But, uh, well, I don't want to assume. Are you a shellfish guy too? Well, Greg, you've touched a nerve. Oh, no. Is it all if the same? I, I was raised in Florida. I right. went to the University of Florida. If yes. I lived back in Florida, I would be fishhead, not oh. meathead. I absolutely oh, adore fresh fish. All right, good. Uh, I love clams, oysters, mussels. But somewhere along the line, after eating it all my life, about 20 years ago, I developed an allergy oh, dear. to the bugs, shrimp, crab, Lobster and crawfish, I can no longer cook and eat. Um, but I can still talk about it because I developed my techniques long ago. You know, my mom has the same problem. Yeah, I, they, I think they believe now that it has something to do with iodine in them. Oh. Um, uh, but uh, it's just the bugs, just uh, those, those four. Um, and uh, if I eat them, I swell up and die. So if okay. you want to knock me off, Greg. Let's not do that. Um, I'll eat your well, lobster too. I'll do that. But that said, yes. Um, a couple of things to talk about with lobster. First of all, if you just buy lobster tails, you're almost certainly getting warm water lobsters like Florida lobsters. Um, they they don't have claws. Uh, they have. It's a marvelous meat. Some people prefer it to the cold weather lobsters like Maine. Um, but when you order tails only, you're going to likely get 
a Florida lobster or a Caribbean lobster should you or be, even a Hawaiian lobster. Should you be asking if you're getting that to be sure or does it matter? Uh, usually when you buy tails, um, they're frozen. Um, if you get them fresh, you could ask, um, but almost certainly that's what they are. Um, they may tell you otherwise, but almost certainly that's what they are because Maine lobsters have claws. Okay. Uh, the cold, you know, from Boston, the cold water lobsters have claws and the claw meat is prized. Um, so they're not just going to cut off the tail and sell the tail. They're going to sell the whole lobster. Mm. Um, so, um, uh, lobster on the grill is a lot like corn on the grill. You, you face this issue. If you grill lobster, you're going to get more flavor than if you steam it or boil it. Okay. Remember, water is a solvent. Water removes flavor. It's like boiling ribs. Uh, boiling ribs, you're going to take flavor out of them. Boiling corn, you're going to take flavor out of it. I mean, when you boil corn, the water is cloudy afterwards. That's flavor. Um, same thing with lobster. If you grill it, if you put it in warm air, you're not going to lose any flavor um, but it doesn't tenderize like water does. So you're going to get a little chewier meat. It's going to be the same thing with corn. Your corn, if you grill it, is going to be a little chewier than if you boil it or steam it, but it's going to have more flavor. Now, that's a trade-off I'm willing to make. I'll, I mean, I don't think I've ever had a tough lobster. So um, I like to grill it, and the best way to grill it that I know is to cut it in half and open it up so that you have cut it in half lengthwise. Mm -hmm. you, 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 you kill a live lobster by running the knife down right between the eyes. That's right where the brain is that kills the uh, lobster instantly. Um, it, 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 it's the fastest, most painless way. That's the way they slaughter cattle, right between the eyes, right into the brain. Um, and then you slice it down the length of the, of the animal fold it open and now the meat is exposed you cook it most of the time shell down but if you want to turn it over a little bit and get some color on the meat that's always nice brown is beautiful get a few grill marks get a little color on the meat now just behind the head is where the digestive system is and what's in the digestive system is usually green and it's called tamale and there have been some issues lately the state of maine is issued a warning about tamale um, that uh, it's the filter system and the water the waters of the world are not as clean and pure as they once were so there can be um, bacterial or heavy metals and they, they warn you not to eat a lot of it I don't think it hurts to eat a little bit of it and what I used to do is I would scoop it out mix it with some butter and some breadcrumbs fry it up in a frying pan, make it crunchy, and then put it back in the cavity. Just behind the tamale, the digestive system, you may often see a green streak. Uh, they call it the coral. Those are eggs, only in the female. Um, and uh, they are also, they're, they're not a problem. There's no warning against those. They're delicious, and that's a, a good technique for them, too. Scoop them out, little breadcrumbs and garlic, maybe some parsley, and back into the cavity with those guys, too. Hmm. Um, butter, um, a lot of people like to use drawn butter or clarified butter, mm -hmm. but just plain old melted butter, uh, works fine. I don't think it's necessary. I mean, the lobster meat itself is so sweet that it, it, it I never used butter when I was eating lobster, but a lot of people absolutely love it that way. And of course, garlic bread is a great side for it. 
Uh, do you have a suggested temperature if you're doing it on the grill? Is it an indirect kind of a thing versus uh, no. direct? No, I, it cooks so fast. You don't want to overcook lobster. 125 to 130, which is which is on which would be rare for a steak, um, is a, from most fish, most seafood. The top fish chefs say 125 max. I think you can take it up to 130, even 135, without too much of a problem, without it drying out. <laughs> I mean, th- there's a lot of water in in seafood. Um, I mean, whereas a steak may be 70, 75 percent. A lobster is probably closer to eighty-five percent water, wow. uh, so you're you're not going to dry it out. Um, uh, so uh, you don't want to overcook it, though. Um, usually, the if if you don't use well, you know, people listen to you or read me. Um, we preach thermometers. We know the value of temperature, both air temp for the cook for the grill, meat temp. I mean, it, it's just a way of life for me. But a lot of people still cook by sight, by feel. Um, and uh, all the books say, wait until the meat, which starts out opaque, opalescent, wait till it gets cloudy or creamy colored. Yep, yep. Um, it's a reasonable guide. Meathead joining us from AmazingRibs.com, talking about steak, talking about lobster. And now, let's. Uh, so any other Father's Day stuff before we totally diverge yeah, I got, off topic. I, got a quick, I know you I know you're on the wagon for wine but um I have this the rosé wines have been quite the fad lately and I've discovered Alexander Valley Vineyards rosé of Sangiovese. Sangiovese oh. is the grape from Chianti. Yes. Um and uh Italy and it's grown in California in very small quantities and these guys Alexander Valley Vineyards are making a delightful rosé and that's what I'm sucking on tonight. And people should not be uh, especially men should not be turned off or made to be feel inferior if they're drinking a rosé or anything. I mean, this is a, a really good wine. Yeah, like the color of your wine is going to tell people you're, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you're swishy. Yeah. Uh, and no, no. All right, good. Okay, so we can change topics now? Anything. All right. I'm along for the ride. You know, I never know where you're going to take me. Meathead, the color of your wine makes you look swishy. Uh-oh. Anyway, yeah. uh, so yeah. let's talk about this. It was recently announced earlier today by multiple people, you were one of them, that there is some type of new barbecue video subscription class coming out or website or i don't want to say uh you know everybody's familiar with that website masterclass.com and it has all of these brilliant cooks and chefs and authors and directors and all of a sudden you can you know get a class from them to Mm. learn to become a better this or that this is something similar in vain yeah actually i i joined masterclass um to re to to uh take the video lessons from the great chef Thomas Keller, mm-hmm. um, and there are others out there uh, on that program. This is a similar concept. It's called Barbecue Stars, and uh, they've recruited 11 um, pretty good cooks. Um, uh, Tuffy Stone is among them. Uh, I'm on the list. Um, Harry Sue is among them. Uh, they got. Uh, let me let me get that list up here if I can. Um, uh, they got the guys from the SCA. Yeah, the uh, Ken uh, from Kent the uh, steak, the uh, steak uh, competition alliance. Um, here we go. He's, I would assume, going to talk about steaks. All right, here we go. I got the lineup right here. 
Dave Busca, who's a regular with your show, often in the audience. I don't know if he's here tonight. Um, Two-time world champ. Uh, he's going to teach him. Champion secrets for the backyard griller, Ariane Dogan, not known inside the barbecue world that well, but she owns, um, uh, oh God, I'm drawing a blank, D'Artagnan, D'Artagnan. She imports a foie gras, um, uh, French yes. poultry. Yep. Um, she is French. She's from Gascony um, and uh, carries just a huge range of marvelous meats. Um, and uh, she's going to teach uh, 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 Let's Cut to the Beef, Butcher's Picks, and the Best Way to Cook Them. Uh, Dean Fearing, a James Beard Award-winning chef, um, Fearing's Restaurant, and uh, uh, he bills himself as the father of Southwestern cuisine. He's going to be talking about elevating the barbecue experience at home. Um, uh, Tim Grandinetti. Um, uh, also an award-winning chef from Springhouse Restaurant, Kitchen and Bar. He's going to talk about farm-to-table flavor bombs. Hmm. Uh, Ken Phillips whom, uh, and uh, Brett Galloway, they're the founders of the State Cook-Off Association. They're going to teach raising the steaks. Uh, Mark Pittman, he's the owner of Meat Church. You were just mentioning him in the uh, preamble to the show. Matt Pittman. Um, uh, Meat Church. Uh, also a grand champion, pit master. Uh, it all starts with the rub. Uh, I'm going to talk th about uh, the meathead method uh, using science for great barbecue and grilling. Mm -hmm. um, Kent Rollins, if you guys have never seen this guy, you got to Google him. Um, he's a storyteller, humorist, um, the cowboy cook, tips from the chuck wagon, live fire and cast iron cooking. Go to YouTube, look this guy up. He's phenomenal. I mean, he, mm. he, you know, he's just what you want. Um, cowboy hat, drawl, chaps, and, and boy, does he know how to cook chuck wagon style and cast iron. Harry Sue, um, uh, of course, he's won numerous grand championships. Uh, Slap your daddy barbecue. And he's going to put an Asian flair to barbecue. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Tuff, Tuffy Stone, he just won Memphis in May. He's the hottest cook on the circuit right now. He's won everything of any importance in the past three or four years. And he's going to talk about first place box secrets. So I presume that's going to be competition box assembly. Mm -hmm. um, each of us is going to tape. Um, the taping is going to take place in the next few weeks. Each of us is going to tape uh, for a day or two. And they're going to come out of it with uh, eight or ten segments. Um, I'm working on my scripts now. And um, you'll be able to subscribe to the entire program, watch them as often as you want. I think you can download them. Um, so can I can I just get your video and not everybody else's, or is it going to be like a master class option where for one fee you have access to everything I and for reduce? So I, I think it's one fee for everything. And don't ask me what that number is. It's around a hundred and ten or something. Um, here's the URL. Um, uh, tinyurl.com, you know, tinyurls, http colon slash slash tinyurl.com slash barbecue, b no, slash bbq stars. Hmm. Tinyurl.com slash bbq stars. Go to that email address and it's got all the facts and figures, the prices, um, more of the information. They just announced it today. So, um, you're the first broadcaster to get the story. I, I announced it 
uh, via email this morning, and I think a lot of the others have been announcing it via social media. Yep, seeing it. Um, and uh, uh, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the future is the, of the Internet is video. Um, and uh, I'm going to work hard to make a really good series. Do you have to go somewhere to shoot these, or do they send a crew out to you in order to do this to make it more accommodating? They're sending a crew to me, and they say part of the process is for each of the barbecue stars is they want us to give them a little bit of a tour of our kitchen and our deck um, and uh, how we work. So a little behind the scenes inside baseball. All right. Well, that sounds like a good time. Again, you can uh, look for that website, uh, tinyurl.com slash stars. That's it. All right. And uh, you can check out pricing and all the other videos and everybody that Meathead just mentioned and gave a little promo to. So uh, in the meantime, you can find Meathead over at AmazingRibs.com and you can find him here the second Tuesday of each month as we talk about live fire as we would normally do. Meathead, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much. I wouldn't miss a second Tuesday. It's always fun talking to you in the Central Heights. Thanks a lot, Greg. You got it. There he is, Meathead. From AmazingRibs.com and being featured on the Fogo Charcoal Hotline at FogoCharcoal.com. And I, you know, he has my mind spinning. I have like two minutes here, but let me go to uh, on Instagram. I follow this place called, uh, it's called Lobster Anywhere. I think that's what it is. And I think they said, yeah, here we go. Live Maine Lobster delivered since 1999. All right. Uh, menu, lobster, lo- lobster tails, jumbo lobster tails, $33.95. Lobster tails, special, colossal lobster tails. That's what I want. 16 to 20 ounce colossal lobster tails. And let's see what they say. Buy huge any lobster ba, 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 and uh, 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 details uh, direct from the source. But what source are they? 16 to 20 ounce, over one pound each, packed with sweet and succulent meat. Blah, blah, blah. Colossal order. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it does say right from the source. And. This says lobster anywhere, and it's live Maine lobster. Oh, dear. Well, I guess I'm going to have to pitch a... I just figured since it said lobster anywhere, and right on the homepage it says live Maine lobster delivery, but maybe they're only talking about... Oh, wait. Available year-round from a sustainable fishery locally caught by independent lobstermen. We specialize in live Maine lobster and frozen tail delivery. Dedicated to resource conservation and preservation. Hmm. Well, geez, I don't know. Should we just assume that because it says that, that that's order main lobsters from a company that has been online since 1999? (sighs) I'm going to have to send them an email and see. Are your lobster tails only cold water or warm water? Dear sir, my name is Greg. I was talking to my pal Meathead, and he said that 
uh, lobster tails only are mostly warm water. And even if they tell you cold water, they really mean warm water. Can you shed some light on this subject? Thank you. Your pal, Greg. Wait. Love mostly, Greg. Okay. He's got my mind in a tizzy. Am I going to lie? All right. We'll see what comes out of that. Uh, Meathead uh, can be found at AmazingRibs.com. I want to lose this webpage. I'll leave it up there. I can email those people after. According to Steaks Doug, 197 is the discount price for... Is that the Barbecue Superstore's price? Or the Barbecue Star's price? Stex Doug. Wow. I think that's more than the masterclass.com year-long subscription, which is 180 bucks if I'm not mistaken. South Texas Doug is Doug Shiding. Oh, of course it is. He changed his name. Is that the 197 is a discount price if you pre-order today or does it go up to 297 right now? For BBQ stars. Don't give out those damn website either. Come on. Hmm, interesting. My buddy Jason saw a post for Meathead today and he immediately signed up. So Meathead, if you're wondering if you have pull, my pal Jason said I saw Meathead say he was giving a class. He immediately went over and blindly signed up, if you can believe. Uh-oh. Like, Jason, don't you want to hold out for a second and see if it's a... Nope. Meathead. Meathead's brand is gold. If Meathead says he's part of it, he's pretty much ready to go. All right. We will see how that works over the next week as it launches today, and we'll get some feedback on it next week, maybe. We are pointing to the second hour. We will come back and wrap this first hour up in just one second. Stick around. Be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue, it's the Barbecue Central Show. Hey, welcome back. Thanks again to Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. We talked some pretty high-level gifts for Dad, like the uh, work sharp Johnny Onion Knife Sharpener, which again, I was gifted. I should probably put that thing on Craigslist. Chances of me ever using that and not screwing up a knife that I own is probably, you know, well, there's probably a 90% chance I'm going to screw up my knife. And I have like two really good knives, three really good knives. We also talked about what to get dad and what to cook dad. Meathead said, get dad a rosé. It's refreshing. All right, we are heading to the second hour. 
You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Network and on Facebook and on YouTube and on TuneIn and on podcast later. Stick around. We'll be right back. 